Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Patience is a Virtue, the sports betting podcast all about finding value in futures wagering. I'm your host, Andrew, and on today's episode, we just have one market we're going to take a look at. It's the English Premier League Player of the Season. Current leaderboard sees Erling Holland of Manchester City at minus 250 in the lead, Martin Odegaard of Arsenal at plus 400, Bakayo Saka of Arsenal at plus 800, Marcus Rashford, Manchester United, plus 1,200, Kevin De Bruyne of Manchester City, plus 1,400, Harry Kane of Tottenham at plus 2,000, Bruno Fernandes of Manchester United, plus 4,000, Gabriel Martinelli of Arsenal at plus 5,000, Casemiro, Manchester United, plus 6,500, and Gabriel Jesus of Arsenal at plus 6,500 as well. Now, the Player of the Year award for the EPL has only been around since the 1994-1995 season, so it's a relatively new award as far as these things go. Historically, forwards have won it the most times with 13 titles, followed by midfielders at nine titles, defenders with five, and only one keeper has ultimately won the award, and that was Peter Schmeichel back in the second year that it was awarded. While forwards have won the most awards, a forward has only won three times since Wayne Rooney won it back in 2009-2010, so being a high scorer does not necessarily translate into winning this award. The voters for this award, just so you know, are a combination of executives, media, and fans. So you do get a mix of voters who approach the award from different perspectives. And that can ultimately matter in terms of who's going to win this award. Now, to have a realistic shot of winning the Player of the Season award, you need to play on a team that ultimately finishes in the top two of the league. Of the 28 awards that have been given out, 21 of them have been won by players on teams that finished in either first or second position. And only twice has the winning team come from has the winner's team come from outside of the top five. So currently, all the players that I listed are on teams in the top five. But if you do see somebody in the market whose team is not performing very well, you can probably discount them because the likelihood of them being able to win this award without team success is pretty light. Now, Erling Holland is leading the market, and that's mainly because of his ability to score goals. He is the leading scorer in the EPL with 29 goals in 19 matches leading Harry Kane in who is in second position by nine goals. He also has one of the highest shots per game at 3.9. Han Holland is a high-profile name, and he plays on Manchester City, who should finish in the top two. They're definitely odds-on to finish in the top two. So I would consider him the rightful favorite for this award. However, with a price of minus 250, that's pretty steep, and there isn't a whole lot of value on him when considering the price and how long it will take this bet to cash, which is going to be in May. If you are interested in playing Holland for this award, I would wait to see if CD can make up a little bit of ground on Arsenal and to see if he keeps scoring. The reason is that the longer Arsenal stay in first position, the longer Holland's odds could keep getting, which is ultimately going to give you a better price. The less likelihood the Manchester City winning the title means that Holland's prices should get a little bit better. Likewise, if his goal production ends up going down, I can also see his odds getting a little bit longer as well. Now, there is, of course, always the chance that he's going to keep scoring and that Manchester City does make up ground against Arsenal. Now, if that happens, his odds are going to keep getting shorter and shorter, but which means he really would become unbettable. But the thing is, he's already sort of at a point where you wouldn't want to bet that anyway. So you're not really losing anything by not betting on him at this point. Really, for Holland, you just have to wait to see if the odds are going to get a little bit better. I think that's really the only way that you can play him. Now, as you can see from the market, Arsenal does have a number of players listed, and that's as a result of the impressive year that they're having so far. Currently, Arsenal are still at the top of the table, and it's looking more and more like they have a real shot of winning the league this year, which is not something I thought possible, but at this point, I'm a believer that Arsenal can ultimately get the title. Therefore, taking a look at an Arsenal player 
could have some real value if they continue to win because they will fit the basic criteria of finishing the top two, and they should ultimately have the statistics to win over the voters as well. Now, on the other side of that argument is the fact that with so many Arsenal players in contention for this award, they could ultimately be taking votes away from each other if there is no clear dominant player on the team who's going to ultimately get credit for that team's success. Taking a look at Marcus Rashford of Manchester United. Now, he has been on a tear recently for United, scoring a lot of goals. But if you bought a ticket on him right now, I think you're going to be buying it at its peak. It's unlikely he's going to be able to keep up his recent scoring production. And if he drops off, so is his price. So I think that because he also didn't have a very good, strong, he didn't have a strong start to the season, he's not ultimately going to have the stats to be able to earn this trophy. His only chance to keep up the scoring, his only chance is to keep up his scoring production and for Manchester United to keep winning and to keep uh, moving up the table, which I do think they are going to be able to do. And if both of those things happen and he is seen as the catalyst for that success, he could have a shot at it. But right now, I would stay away from Rashford in this market. I would also stay away from Harry Kane. His overall production this year has dipped and Tottenham have been sliding a little bit. So I don't expect him to have any real consideration for this award. He just doesn't have the same buzz as a player that he has had in years past. And I don't think there's any real value on him. And I don't think, I don't think Tottenham are going to be finishing. Well, I think they're going to be fighting to finish in the top six. And generally, that is not good enough to get a player of the year on your team. I think the real value play would be on Bakayo Saka of Arsenal. Now, he is Arsenal's second leading scorer, and he's the leader in assists and key passes in the game. And along with Martin Odegaard, he is the leader of Arsenal's midfield. Now, statistically, there's not much that's separating Saka from Odegaard, so the value on him is the fact that you're getting him at double the price. But again, because these two players, along with Gabriel Martinelli and Gabriel Jesus, they're all playing for Arsenal, they might ultimately take votes away from each other if Arsenal do continue to succeed. And it's going to be hard to separate which one of them was the most important player for the team. I think you could actually consider making a small play on both Odegaard and Saka since they're both at plus money prices right now. Uh, if you do think that Arsenal are going to ultimately win the title or come in second position, and one of these two te- one of these two players, I should say, are going to be seen as the most important part of this Arsenal squad, I think getting them both at plus money at this point could have some different value. So just to wrap up, I do think Erling Holland of Manchester City is the worthy favorite, but at this price, it's a little bit too steep to play right now. And so I think the value would be on an Arsenal player. I would discount Marcus Rashford, Kevin De Bruyne, and Harry Kane, as I don't think they have the combination of stats and credit for team success that is going to be needed for either of them, for any of them to win. Again, I think if there is a play to be made, it would be on either Saka or Odegaard. But if you like Holland, I would wait to see if he has a dip form to get a better price. Otherwise, I would probably just stay away from this market. And that will do it for this edition of Patience is a Virtue. Thank you very much for listening and for supporting the podcast. Please remember to subscribe and leave a review to help the show reach a larger audience. Good luck with any bets that you might place, and we'll see you next time.